Welcome to the Sales Talent Recruitment Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association. In this CPSA Recruitment and Talent Podcast, we'll talk about hiring right and the characteristics to look for when hiring the right salespeople. Hiring the right salespeople today is more critical than ever. In order to stay competitive and grow the business, sales leaders and talent acquisition teams must source, screen, and hire salespeople with the right kind of sales experience, and not based on literal years of experience either. They must have a passion that exceeds just the hunger of a lucrative compensation. This includes a combination of relationship building, closing the deal, and a knowledge and excitement for their industry that exceeds just getting the job done. A quality sales team is ultimately your best resource for understanding your industry and marketplace as well as your primary buyer behavior. Our guest today is John Hurth. John is president of Selling Dynamics, a professional sales force development firm with both national and international experience. They work with companies and provide strategies and tactics to increase revenue, improve profits, and lower cost of sales. John is also a well-known thought leader and writer in the sales space. For sales professionals, team leaders, and organizations across the country, the Canadian Professional Sales Association is your partner in building knowledge and skills to improve sales performance. The CPSA is the advocate for excellence in sales. We invest resources in programming, curriculum development, and professional designations to help individuals and companies become more successful through effective sales. We connect employers and employees, business with academia, and the private sector with government to advance the sales profession and improve Canadian competitiveness. Learn more at cpsa.com. And remember to subscribe to the CPSA podcast through iTunes, Google Play, and more. John, thank you so much for being on the CPSA Recruitment and Talent Podcast. Before we dive into the rest of the show, can you tell us just really briefly a little bit more about you and what you do today? Sure, Kevin. First of all, thanks for having me on. It's a a pleasure to address your audience. Selling Dynamics, our firm, we started in 1990. Uh, our, Our focus really is all about helping improve the financial performance of our customers' business. Uh, all relative to sales process. So a couple of things we do, we work to drive the revenue side, of course, by selling more. We're looking to improve the bottom line profitability of the business by helping them sell what they sell for more. Uh, And we also help reduce the cost of sales. So if we can get you to make a sale in three calls and instead of four calls, we're helping you save money. So that's really what our focus is. That is excellent. And you know, as well as anybody, that today hiring the right salespeople is extremely critical for any business, large or or small, startup, established enterprise, you name it, and also for remaining competitive today. Yes. Why don't you share with us three characteristics that we should be looking for when we're screening for salespeople? Well, big picture, Kevin. First of all, um, finding good salespeople uh, is very important for a business, and it's a very big challenge right now. Uh, there's a lack of talent out there. So maybe a starting point, three things I always like to focus on is really talking about can they sell, and that's usually a skill assessment. Will they sell? You'll have some people that can, but you'll have some of the people that can can sell but won't sell and because it's a lack of motivation or it's a lack of basic sales, what we call DNA. And then the third one is, will they fit your culture and your business? So can they sell? Will they sell? And will they fit 
are big picture goals I always look at when I'm hiring people. You just referenced sales DNA, which I agree with you on that, and because sales is, is not for everybody. But how does how do you reconcile that with today when you say that there's a talent shortage for salespeople? What's going on there? Well, the problem and what most companies face is the percentage of unemployed good salespeople is zero. They're all working. Wow. So, well, if you think about it, if someone's successful in sales, they've got a job. So when you start looking at, you know, hiring, you really, it, it compounds the problem because the better people are the tougher ones to find. So when you look at hiring people, it, it's, it's becoming more and more difficult uh, in, in the market because of that. Why don't we, let me ask you this then, John, if there's a zero percentage of those truly qualified salespeople that are available today, meaning they're all, they've all got jobs and that's great. That's good news. What about those that maybe have the, the sales DNA or the spark internally, but they're in different roles, positions and, and, or either underemployed or, um, or unemployed for that matter. Right. We still have a, we still have that pervasive problem, especially in the States so how do you recommend, what do you recommend to those individuals out there that are looking potentially to break out into another profession? What should they do to even assess, self-assess if they have that sales DNA? Well, uh, one of the questions that, that we will discuss or one of the issues we'll discuss is, is uh, various assessment tools. If you're an individual that wants to get into selling, I'd, I'd probably look for uh, a company that can provide a, an assessment of my skills. There are skill sets you have to have. There's certain levels of motivation you have to have. There are certain belief systems that you have to have. And there's a, a very unique set of skills. And if I was looking to get into the selling business, I'd probably want to try to find out first, do I have the capabilities to be successful? It'd be tough to walk away from a job you have now to get into the job you think you might want, which is sales, and then all of a sudden find out that you're really not well suited to do it. So I, I probably, that's where I would start. Well, let's, let's talk more about that. And from the, especially from the employer perspective, um, speaking of technologies and assessments, what, what are those that you do recommend when it comes to screening for salespeople on the employer side? And from your experience, what have produced some of the best results today? Well, assessment tools are varied. We've been in business 27 years. You can assume we've probably bumped into most of them. Yeah. I've seen the personality style, the Myers-Briggs. Um, we have a, a big investment uh, from a standpoint of the work with our, uh, with our clients in a tool from the Objective Management Group, which is a sales-specific assessment. It has no other value for any position in your company but sales. Mm. And so what we, we've done is we've taken a look at a lot of different tools and settled on this tool because we believe it provides the most accurate, accurate results. Do you have any, any specific results data that you can share in regards to X percentage of the time that it's identifying the right salespeople are helping to? Well, it's very interesting. Actually, um, the assessment, and when you look at assessment tools, there's a couple of different ways you can validate them. One is called face validity and that's where they'll take a look at the tool and they'll they'll have a psychologist read the tool and say you know based on the face of the questions uh, I think this tool will get you the information you need the other way to validate a tool is through predictive validation and that's where it's very expensive but that's where you actually follow a series of people that have been um, 
A, recommended by the tool, or B, not recommended, and follow them through a year period and see actually how they ended up and how successful or unsuccessful they were. The OMG assessment has predictive validity. So when you look at the results of the tool, its ability to predict high performers, uh, it's very accurate. And, and we have a study we could provide anybody that would have an interest in that. Speaking of recommendations and, and kind of segueing to referrals, uh, and I'm going to throw you a softball because I, I know at least most of the answer, only because referrals are still really critical in recruiting for many different kinds of positions and organizations today. Yes. And a lot of organizations, which is why it behooves them to have a, a decent, if not better candidate experience for those individuals that don't get the job, so they're still willing to refer others. So tell me about how important referrals are when hiring salespeople, and should there be any incentives offered? Well, it's, it's a good question, um, and it, it addresses a significant concern for most employers seeking salespeople, and that's how do we build a candidate pool? The problem is most companies aren't good at, at building a robust candidate pool, so they're stuck picking from a very small sample. So in terms of referrals, what I would say is, number one, I think they have value. Number two, I think I might uh, incent an employee, uh, maybe 50% of it up front and 50% after the the referral has stayed for six months and been successful. But the the problem with referrals, too often times people refer people because they're a friend. Uh, He's a great athlete. He's, He's a good neighbor. He cuts his grass. And, and those criteria aren't normally going to really determine whether or not they could be successful in sales. So I think they're part of a, an overall um, recruiting strategy, but I think there's a lot more that has to happen to build a pool that will give you the, the options to pick the right people. I completely agree with you on that. Let's, so let's talk about one of those other components then, which is all the interviewing for, uh, when you're actually talking with, whether that's a phone screen, a video interview, or a face-to-face in, in-person interview, when you're getting to know that candidate, finding out do they have what it takes to be a successful salesperson for that particular organization. What, are, what kinds of techniques do you recommend w- with interviewing how important is it for recruiters and hiring managers to prep each other and the candidates before the interview? Well, I, I think if you've got people, for instance, in HR, uh, most HR people will tell you hiring salespeople is one of the most difficult positions to fill. You'll also find that the people are usually interviewed by selling managers who aren't really that well equipped to conduct an interview. You know, it's kind of like when you go out and buy a car and your neighbor says, man, I really killed the dealer. Well, trust me, you didn't kill him. <laughs> he sells cars every day and he made you feel like you killed him, but you didn't. Right. They're very good. at See, we only buy, you know, one car every three years. So for managers, I, I, we're big believers, Kevin, in running an assessment on the candidates before you meet them. And this is a little bit contrary to how most people think. But the problem is once you meet them, Human bias naturally takes over. So you'll have someone who knows your business, good at rapport building skills, connects with you quickly. You really like them. Um, and all those things have value in sales, but they lack sales DNA. They have a weak belief system, and they have all kinds of problems that you'll never be able to uncover in an interview like that. So, so we believe, number one, you assess people up front. And then I know you've done some recruiting. We talk about behavioral event questions. Mm-hmm. You know. And one of the things, if I'm a company that's not the low-priced provider in the marketplace, I would ask a salesperson, 
hey, tell me about a time that you were actually able to sell against a lower price option, and how did you make it work? So literally be asking people questions about things that you need them to do. Another question I like to ask candidates, what would you do in your first 90 days on the job? And it's amazing, Kevin. You'll hear people tell you that for the first 90 days, all they're doing is getting ready to sell. I want to hear somebody say right off the bat, my first 90 days, first day I'm in the office, I want an account list, and I'm going to start making phone calls. I have heard that again and again from really, really good sales managers, VPs of sales, and organizations that I've either worked, worked for, with, or around, that that's exactly what you want. <laughs> particularly, I mean, in, 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 well, everything's competitive when it comes to sales, but at least for what I know from my world, which is primarily technology and software, and I know that that is one of the first things that they say, you're not, you've got to be able to sell from day one. And, and when I, when I will ask the, the prospect, you know, or the, the, the candidate, you know, how would you go about getting new accounts? And I want to hear them say, you've got a cold call. That's got to be part of what you do. You'll hear networking and social media and all of these other things that keep you from really doing the grunt work in this business, which is making phone calls. Usually at the end of an interview, Kevin, regardless of my sense or feelings of the person's capabilities, whether I think they're good or whether I think they're bad, I always tell them at the end of the interview, based on the information you've given me today, I don't think there's a good fit here. We call it the knockout question. But when you ask a good salesperson that, they're going to say, well, how did you reach that conclusion? I mean, we've only been here for half an hour. You really don't know. I mean, how, how did you get to that point? That's what a good salesperson says. They'll fight. And that's what I want to find out because when they're sitting in front of my customer who says, I don't think there's a good fit here, I don't want somebody who's going to roll over, which is what you'll find with a lot of people. They'll say, well, gee, Kevin, I'm sorry to hear that, but thanks for your time, and I hope you can find someone who fits well. The knockout question is a, a great tool to use to find out, you know, whether they're fighters or not. John, thank you again for being on the CPSA podcast. Where can we find more information about your organization and your sales insights? I have a, a blog I publish called John Hirth, uh, H-I-R-T-H, no space between the two names. So uh, I've enjoyed being part of your, your meeting here today, Kevin. I hope I've provided some value to your audience and uh, would look forward to helping any of them uh, if they so felt uh, it would be a benefit. Excellent, John. We appreciate it. Thank you so much again. Thank you for listening to the Sales Talent and Recruitment Show. Learn more about the training and benefits from the Canadian Professional Sales Association at cpsa.com.